one. We are live and in living color. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling, where we interview special guests each and every week from different walks of life in the reselling world. Here we'll discuss the highs and lows in reselling and dive into great conversation. We are positive that you're going to learn. You're going to hear something, learn and hear something that's going to help you become a better reseller. I am your host, Ray, and I am joined with my co-host, Dustin. Dustin, what what's up? going on, D-Man? It's going. Dustin is going. Uh, sporting his orange, his UT orange. <laughs> Big win yesterday for the Volunteers, Huge. beating Alabama. Huge. Huge win. Go post win. still uh, cannot be found. It's in the Tennessee River somewhere. Might be floating upstream soon. There you go. But guys, I am joined here with our special guest, episode two of the new season. I don't know how many episodes we're going to have in the season, but we're just going to call it the new season. Uh, <laughs> Adam, Baldy Pow Picking. What's going on, Adam? How are you doing today, sir? Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks so much, guys, for letting me be on the show. I appreciate you so much. You got a cool little hat there, man. Right? You like that? Is, we yeah. got to send you one, dude. This is our um you, you I re we recently we recently redid the logo. So oh, the yeah. F is a little bigger and just the letters are a little they're a little bolder. So I don't have um I will definitely I one get one from hats. you. I'm getting uh I'm making my um back wall a collection of the different reseller hats. That oh, I that's get. cool. Thank you. Yeah. Let me know what kind of color you want, Adam. We'll special make. Uh, we'll do a, a UGA colorway. How's that? Ooh, I like that. That, yeah. that go right in with the doghouse that I got going on right now. There you well, go. If the balls beat Georgia, then we just give them a balls colorway. Ooh, now we're just talking about some dreaming, you know? Yeah. Well, they I beat mean, Vanderbilt yesterday, but Bama's that's not. one thing. Close game. Close game. You know? And, and, you know, I would say that Bama's not necessarily on, up to par a whole lot this season. But then again, I, I, I mean, honestly, up until last game, Georgia was giving me a couple of heartaches in the previous couple of games myself. I mean, right. against Missouri, that I, I was almost in the ER. <laughs> we're not here to talk about football. We'll put yeah. lots of people to sleep. <laughs> exactly. We can talk about football all day long. But, um, all day. but go ahead, Dustin. I'm sorry. No, just said all day. Good. All day, all day. All day. But we are here to talk about reselling all day, at least for an hour. Adam, Baldy Pal picking one of good, one of our good friends. He's always in the chat. He's always hanging out. He's in. He's everywhere. The man's everywhere. Make sure to follow him on YouTube, Instagram. He's got his live show every Wednesday. Adam? Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Could you tell us a little bit about you, Adam? Give us a little backstory how you became a reseller. Are you yep. you're full time if if I'm not mistaken, Adam? Is that correct? That is not correct. That is not I may, correct. Okay. I may seem like an act like one, but I'm not. Okay. I actually do have uh, eight to five. I don't know why people. Why is the why is the cliche nine to five? I work eight to five. I don't know who out there works. Yeah, right. Nine to I do five. like I do like seven to four myself. Yeah. Well, I mean that's close mm -hmm. to eight to five, but not yeah. nine to five. That's anyway. But I work. No. What's that, buddy? Ain't nobody working nine to five. No, no. But I am I'm in the IT department for insurance company here in Columbus, Georgia. And that's what I do on my regular job. It pays the bills, right? About mm -hmm. eight years ago, my buddy Gary, who is a co-host on my show, we started he started he had already been reselling and he got me into it because he was like, Hey man, on our lunch break, let's uh, stop by Goodwill 
and I'm like, that is the strangest request I've ever heard. Decide, like, you want to eat there? What, what, what are we doing? On, <laughs> uh, he's like, no, man, let me show you. And lo and behold, here we, I got I got suckered in, and I am suckered in. Eight years later, I ran the show for a YouTube channel and everything, and you can't get rid of me. He created a monster, and I love it. I love it. So I do it part-time. I probably put in a little bit less than 20, 15 to 20 hours a week, but it's fun. Extra fun money, you know? Yeah. Pay bills, yeah. pay off the truck, go on vacations, family money. That's the I fun I love money. it. Yeah, I mean, Dustin and I were in the same boat. Um, we, we both like our full-time jobs enough mm -hmm. to keep them. And, yeah. um, you know, we love reselling on the side. Like you said, it's fun money. You know, it's not, it's, it's, we don't have to worry about like, oh man, we can't go out to eat with the family because it's not in the budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or so, you don't have to worry about whether or not you actually got up to go to that yard sale because the bacon on the table throughout the week makes a difference. That's you know? true. That's and true. I, if I miss a uh, three yard sale weeks in a row, I'm not upset but i just don't get good youtube content out of it but mm -hmm. i mean i can go camping with my son or i can go to my daughter's cheerleading competition and no sweat whatsoever and i i, I like that because yard sales are big for resellers you know this yard sales are huge for resellers but if i can't make it to a yard sale on a saturday morning i'm not gonna lose anything off of it so True. I'm, I'm happy with that i'm happy with that until until for some reason or another my eight to five doesn't make me happy anymore let's just put it that mm -hmm. way <laughs> nice nice well we'll talk about your eight to five here in a little bit a little more here adam but let's say hi to some people in the chat we have our boy ken aka ssk promo he says good evening fella glad glad to see you ken glad that you can stop by we have angie resells is in the building good to see you angie angie is actually going to be on our show in november so right. stay tuned for that we're going to have a little we have we got to have more girls on the show mm -hmm. that's one of um it's one of the for things sure. this year is we got to have more women on the show so and we have uh Ping G, what's going on? Good to see you. We have Jimmy Old School Flips is in the building. Jimmy, I saw Jimmy cutting a rug at the Las Vegas Reseller Remix. Jimmy, I didn't rug. know you had those kind of moves. Sweet Caroline is what I heard a lot of. Yeah, times. it's, I mean, it's all over. I saw it on World Star. I think TMZ, you know, picked it up. Uh, Barstool Sports, a bunch of different, you know, um, Different publications uh, picked up Jimmy dancing, so you might Impressive. you might see some Sesame uh, Street, PBS, every everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. So see, look, Angie's <laughs> already talking about. It. He says uh, Jimmy saw you out there being a dancing king at the remix. Looked fun, so yeah. The world is traveling by far. I'm gonna talk to people in Dubai, and I'm gonna say, hey, do you know Jimmy Old School Flips? And they're gonna say, hey, are you talking about the guy that was dancing? Yeah. I'm like, yes, that's the guy. That's him. That's the guy. Everybody knows Jimmy. Everybody. Now, speaking of Jimmy, he says that um, you're at, angry at eBay, Adam. Could you touch a little bit about? If you really want me to, you really. Oh, I, yes, God, we're this, here. So Jesus, before we get started, ridiculous. before we get started with this, Adam, we yeah. want to, for the people that may not know, what are all the platforms that you sell part time on? Uh, eBay, Mercari, uh, Facebook Marketplace, and more as of about three months ago, Poshmark. Okay. And eBay is the number one thing. I list everything on eBay, no matter what it is. But then I choose different things to go on different platforms after that. So not everything goes on every platform because it just doesn't sell there. So 
Um, but okay, so what what Jimmy's referring to is I put out a video today that said I was mad at eBay, and the reason is because of their in the, the, just the fact that they haven't fixed the situation where if somebody offers you something that doesn't mandate they have to pay if you accept. And it bit me really hard about two weeks ago when somebody offered me three hundred dollars on a pair of Kobe tennis shoes that I have. Okay, I had them listed for five hundred dollars for a year. Somebody offered me three hundred dollars. And I almost, almost instantly hit accept. But I thought about it. I thought, one, should I send them a counter offer of like two ninety nine to make them, you know, to make sure they're really interested and really confident in buying these shoes, or should I just, you know, not look a gift horse in the mouth and accept it? Because even though I only paid eight dollars for these shoes, if somebody's willing to pay me three hundred dollars for them, I'll accept it. So I did. I accepted it, and lo and behold, they never paid. They just straight up never paid. And they and I told him, I said, hey, thank you for your offer. Very generous offer. If you're able to pay by the end of the night, I'll ship them in the morning. His reply back was, sorry, size miss. Size miss. Size miss. Oh, so that instantly makes me think he had no intention to pay. He did. I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe he just wanted to see if I'd accept his offer. Right. Or maybe he sent it thinking, oh, there's no way he's going to accept this offer. Right. But you know what? He didn't know what was going on my side of the house. He didn't know I only got them for $8, mm-hmm. right? But I'm just, I, it, I've had those happen a lot. But when you're talking about $300 on a sale you've had listed for a year, it just really bit differently, you know, than the $25 t-shirt that, or, the, or, or whatever the case may be, free shipping that didn't sell. But anyway, that's the soapbox. That's why I think, I'm mad at you. I mean, eBay. they know what they're doing. I think they could easily fix it, but they have to like roll it out slowly so the I guess the the audience knows that now that you have now that this has changed, you have to pay like immediately. Because I yeah, think I just people. You think so? You yeah. think they can't do it? Forever. They just need to flip the switch, man. And you know what? I, these people who are throwing these insane offers out there. They're the ones who's going to get bit then when their credit cards get hit for three hundred dollars, and then true. they'll want to cancel the order. They'll learn quickly, but mm-hmm. we're the ones who's failing here because they don't have to pay. You got Facebook Marketplace, Poshmark, and Mercari. The other three platforms I sell on, all of them do instant payment if you accept an offer. But they started with instant payment. That's the thing. Like eBay didn't start with instant payment, so they They're have to like change that mindset. Industry. Billion I get dollars. it. I They're, feel like you. I like I'm. I'm in the same boat. I feel like they could do it. They could do it now. They just don't want to do it. Exactly. And they're pulling our legs when they tell us they're gonna have it by the end of the year. I don't believe them. We'll Show me the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you don't. The end of the year. That's what are we in? That's what October. They said. they said by yep. the end of the year that they will have a solution in place. How vague is that? Mm. Let me know, everyone well, in the chat. That, back in the spring. No, they said that at the eBay Open or eBay. Okay. The eBay. Yeah, but okay. was that two two weeks ago? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, let me know in the chat what what do you guys think? Is eBay are they going to fix the instant payment or are they just pulling our legs, stringing us along like uh, that one girlfriend that used to have that you used to have in high school that you just got put in the friend zone and never never came out to anything or just what do you think, Dustin? You think they're going to fix it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think what so either. Maybe two years from now. No. I don't think they're going to fix it. No. And you know what? I didn't cancel on them. I made them cancel, or I made the, go through the ca- open a case process. 
I'm not I'm not gonna cancel it. I just relisted it and let that um order stay as yeah. active until the eBay process canceled it for me. And then I put them on my block list. Thing is, they didn't have a zero rating. You know, they had like 119. And I'm, I'm not yes. one who looks at their feedback before I accept an offer. But this was $300. I had to treat it differently than mm-hmm. any other offer I ever had. Because that's, that's, you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is a lot of money. Now, speaking of sneakers, I just upload. we just uploaded a good video on... Um, I purchased some sneakers through the ebay's authentication program Mm -hmm. so you know it gets sent to a third party and then it gets delivered to the customer that bought it so like it kind of went over the whole process and unboxed the you know the sneaker and then they they put it like a little and if what do they call it it's not an nft nfc chip on the sneaker so so you can scan it yeah so pretty neat so if you guys want to check it yeah something Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. check that out if you guys are curious about that so uh Let's see here. We have some people that joined what? us. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm Adam. sorry. I'll watch your video. I promise you I will. But I'm curious. What does the chip do? What is, does it take you to a website or something? It does. Yeah, it tracks like the um, the who had the shoe before you. Okay. So like if huh. I were to sell this shoe, you know, it'll, through eBay, it'll get, you know, re-authentication or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it tells you who owned the shoe before you. So there's like a, I guess, uh, what do they call it when they have a, a, a chain of custody? A cha- yeah. Something like yeah. that. So, um, yeah, you just scan it with your phone and it tells you who authenticated it and you know, it marked as real and it's, yeah, it's, it's That's pretty interesting. I don't have the shoes with me. So, cause I've sold a lot of the sneakers that get sent to eBay for all for authentication, right. but I've never purchased any shoes from eBay knowing and then the thing was the shoes that i purchased the guy had a three rating on his ebay and that's the only thing that he had listed for sale on his ebay store but i knew that through the third party authentication program yeah they were going to mark as real or whatever so i had no there was no risk you had all of your box checked because you were going through that program for one Right. Well, they have no, you have no choice. Any shoe over a hundred, every sneaker over a hundred dollars automatically gets sent to eBay. Is it a hundred now? I knew they it's dropped 100. it. I didn't know they yeah. dropped it down to a hundred. To a hundred. Okay. So, well, so if you're ever, if, you, that. if you're ever in a, in a boat to where you think you have some fake real sneakers, oh. just list them and they'll get authenticated. If they're fake, they're just sending them back to you. I wonder if, uh, sell, list them. Sell them, buy them yourself, make them go through the process, and you get you don't have to actually ship them anywhere, but you get them, you do free shipping, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you get them authenticated, and even though it only costs three dollars for check checkout, you could do that for free, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a long way to go around and get that answer, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Let's see. We have um Bilzy Bears Memory. So okay. hello, good to see you. And we have Petey is in the building. Good to see you, Petey. Glad that you can join us. Uh, so here, uh, uh, ping says, so file the cancellation on day five and give him the strike for not paying. So they get, do they get, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Jimmy's saying they, they would actually lose buyers if they implemented it. I am actually not totally on the side of instant payment. Interesting. That's a hot take, Jimmy. Hot take. That's a hot take. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit in Jimmy's boat though, because I feel like a lot of people, will jump ship from eBay. So Pink says eBay is working towards buyers submitting credit card information when they make an offer and will be 
charge if the offer is not accepted. That's the only way they can do it, right? They slowly have to roll it out. Uh, I think there's a problem a lot with the whole guest checkout. Um, mm, I don't. Okay. I don't believe Mercari. I think you have to create an account with with things like Facebook, Mercari, and and Poshmark. Mm-hmm. But on eBay, there's a guest checkout. Um, I'm pretty sure that's probably what's slowing them down. I would, if I were to venture an IT guess at it all, you know, from a coding perspective, mm-hmm. the whole guest checkout thing. But I mean, all you got to do is make a little check mark in a terms and conditions, and you check this box, and you put in your credit card to make this offer, and that's it. That solves the problem. Yeah. I just fixed it in three seconds, eBay. Come on. There you go. <laughs> Jimmy's saying there is a large group of shoppers that sent offers and don't plan to pay until they get paid. It's a real thing. I send offers every Friday. That's like that's why we my... have credit cards. Credit card? Put it on your there credit you card. Pay your credit card when you get paid. Not your there are, everyone's guy. on the Dave Ramsey plan over here, Adam. Okay. Not the they shoppers. Le- Not the they shoppers. They at least message back. Us like resellers. Nothing. We're on the Dave Ramsey plan. I totally believe you on that. But the shoppers out there, they are not. What were you saying, D-Man? I'll send out payment reminders. I don't get a single chirp or nothing. Mm. They can at least mess. Hey, I plan on paying Friday. All right, you don't get the payment Friday, you're getting canceled. Yeah. Well, I had one tell me that back. they were planning on paying me in like 10 days. I was like, your Ten order days. will be canceled before then. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, Ken says, I think if you send and accept an offer, you should have to pay instantly. So Yes. I like the counter idea, the counter offer technique mm-hmm. with the same price. I heard that it. one time. I heard that one time, like they offered me 300, right? Mm-hmm. If I counter with 299, it does two things. One, it puts it back in their shoe, in, the, in their court. And if they're serious, they have to accept. Mm-hmm. And two, it leaves the item listed for someone else to also mm-hmm. offer correct. or buy while they're still exactly. thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, correct. But I didn't do it. I should have, but I didn't do it. If Justin is saying that Carfax for shoes, basically that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It gives you the exact thing, um, you know, where the shoes came from. So uh, Billsy Bear's memory says, unfortunately, there are people who don't pay, plus it needs to be relisted and might miss out on the uh, potential sale when it's in limbo. Mm-hmm. I, when, I Whenever it's in limbo with me, I just relist it. And if they end up paying it, I'll just take the listing down. Yeah. But it's just like a lot to worry about, you know? Yeah. So won't they pay and it sells at the same time? The chances of that, man. Happened Whichever happened first, you accept, in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. I had this thing for a year. It had like 16 watchers at like the six-month mark. And I was like, okay, nobody's biting on this. So I unlisted it and then relisted it. And it got up again to like 16, 17, 18 watchers. And then this three, and I'm sending out offers of like 450, 425. This guy sent me 300. And I'm like, I paid $8. I just put it at 500 because I have no idea what the real market is on this shoes. Mind mm-hmm. you, these mm-hmm. are the only pair of Kobe's in this particular colorway like it on eBay. So that's why I priced is it, it really still, high. Do you still have it? The shoe? Yeah. Yeah, the shoe. Yeah. yeah got them both. I didn't. I mean, I did, they didn't sell. So, I'm curious to know what kind it is, Adam. Um, I'll look it up real quick. It. And I'll show you. Yeah. 
Uh, Marie saying, why can't they just be like Amazon and other sites where you just put it in your cart, but then doesn't freeze your inventory? That's great. That would be uh, the ideal situation is just put stuff in your cart without purchasing it. And when you, you know, on Friday or wherever, when people get paid, then they can pay. But uh, Jimmy is saying over here, I guess I just make too much money to worry about it. Look at Jimmy. Making that money from dancing. Dancing, baby. <laughs> With like the stars. It. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I dropped I dropped a link to them in the private chat if All you right, want to get a look here. at them. They're called um Kobe Fours. Oh nice. Yeah. Protros Varsity Green. And there's none other like it on eBay. Let's see the corporate the culprit here. Oh, you even dropped them. To, oh no, you got them for 500. Should be 500. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. That's it That's right them. there, guys. And I'm going to look and and make sure that um they're still the only ones like it on eBay. It's the green colorway it, that makes them rare. Or the Where rarest. did you find them? Okay. At the Salvation Army. Dang. They were $15, and I didn't buy them. And I came back a week later. They were half price, and I bought them for, what's that, $7.50? They're still there a week later. Yep. There's nothing wrong with them. There's no separation. There's no scuffs. I mean, there's a little bit of heel drag, but other than that, we're in great condition. And I'm looking, and there are none others like them in this. I wonder where they came from. Like you know, I've had several people look at them. Um, Dalton did. Uh, Derek at um, ATL Flippers, right there. Um, I've had several shoe people look at them. I've had I've got two local guys that are shoe people, and they're just amazed that I even found them because they're considered they're considering them so rare. So. Yeah, the Air, I love the Air Jordan or the uh, Kobe Four. I think he won just, his first championship in the Kobe Four, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, I do not know basketball yeah, so. to save my life. This so is his. Uh, don't ask me that question. Yeah, I think that's his first championship in the Kobe Four. That's them, I think. Yeah. That's your shoe. Or this yeah. is your shoe. That's your shoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're on Google search now. I didn't even yeah. notice that. So look at that. The there oh, purple, black, and green. Yep. I can't I find if them it in was green like a team anywhere shoe else. Where Probably at Michigan State. They wore them in like a college or something. Michigan State high school college. Yeah, you got a green high school close to you there, Adam. Uh, yeah, Spencer High. Yeah, they're green and yellow. The Green Wave. So the Green Wave. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We Let's got see a here. Green Wave. <laughs> WWJD, what, what would Jimmy do? Sell through it. There you go. There you go. All right. So, Adam, let's talk about your um, nine. What would you call it? Your eight to. You know, talking about my eight to five? Let's talk about your eight to five. All right. I can tell so, you a little bit about that. Yeah. It's in IT. I'm a, I went to college, got a computer science degree for coding and engineering, and don't really use it. <laughs> but it's uh, done a lot for me as far as like. I started making my YouTube channel with Android because I made Android apps a long, mm. long, long, long time ago. And um, then I did Android cell phone reviews on YouTube. But um, a regular 8 to 5 is uh, I just track the hardware that the company uses throughout the nation. And that's a tough job. We got over 20,000 assets uh, across the nation in different places. What do you mean you track it? Like you Tra- 
figure like out where it. it is. Yeah, I have to keep a repository of every piece of hardware, who's it's assigned to, and where it currently is in the nation. Huh. Well, yeah, so it's a it's a tall order. I got a team of five that helped me do it, so I don't have to do it really? by myself. Yeah, I would I, feel like that would be like an automated thing, right? Mm, the the exchanging isn't as automated as you think because so many hands could possibly touch it, right? I mean, okay. if you think about it, I don't. Uh, okay, so in in many jobs, you've got a company, you got a department, an IT department that'll break fix, right? If you get a problem with your laptop, you got to replace the hard drive or the RAM or something like that in there. Then this desktop department could swap swap out your computer for you, but I'm the one who's got to know you just swapped it out. What did you swap it out with? Tell me, keep me up to date, things like that. We're making it. We're getting a closer step to automation, but that's the boring part. We don't want to talk huh. about that too much more. Yeah. So, your friend, your friend, I'll lead the team. My friend so Gary. Your friend Gary worked with you at the time when he took you to the Goodwill. Yeah, different department, but he worked with me. Yeah, he's still with me. He's still at. So Gary, oh, Gary's was like, hey, let's go to Goodwill. And you're like, why are we going to Goodwill? Let's. Yep. Like, does he resell on the side, yeah. Gary? Yeah. He, so he yeah, showed you the ropes. He did. He showed me the ropes, and he told me what not to buy, and he told me what to buy, and he said, okay, if you don't believe me, you try to buy it and resell it. You're not going to make any money off of it. And I didn't believe him, and I tried to sell it, and I didn't make any money off of it. I said, okay, Gary, Obi-Wan, just – I'm sorry. <laughs> I bow down. Um, but, yeah, he says he created a monster, and it's true because I couldn't. I can't help it. I still go shopping every almost every day on my lunch break. And that's when I do the majority of all my videos and my – Goodwill shopping and stuff like that. And um, Gary, he does a Jeep channel, and that's how he pays for his new cars, his new Jeeps. Is he, he Whenever he wants to add on to his Jeep and soup it up tires or rims or whatever the case may be, he resells to make the money to do that to his Jeeps. So he's Interesting. At, yeah. That's, okay. It's fun. That's why that's he does awesome. it. Why do so I you've do been it? doing this for eight years. Eight years, man. Eight years. And the YouTube so, has only been about five years. Five years? Okay. So for, for someone that wants to get into reselling, Adam, and they don't know where to start, like what are some advice now that you're in your mm -hmm. Padawan of, or a, uh, a Jedi master of your own, how would you, you know, <laughs> spread the knowledge to the rest of the Padawans that are out there? Um, there's actually two or three people at work who have been interested in it. And the first thing I tell them is start with something you love. Start with something you know and you love. Like if you've got shoes at home and you're a shoe collector or if you got a lot of purses at home and, or, you know, you know the names, you know that that niche. Start with that. Make money with that. And then take that money you earn from it to start getting growing. Go to your goodwill with that money. I said, I tell them straight up. I said, you can start this 100% with no money at all. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Just look around your house. Find something you don't want anymore that's got value that you bought or somebody gave to you for a present and put it on eBay. You'll get paid for it. Take that money and recycle it in, in the Goodwill stores. Um, and that's how I tell them. That's how you start. You start with zero cash. I, I did. The mm -hmm. first thing I bought, I okay, the first thing I sold was a pair of inline Bauer hockey skates that I sold for like 65, 70 bucks. And I started with that. I had it. I owned it. I sold it, and then that became my new Goodwill. If I didn't have money in my bank account, I couldn't go to Goodwill. Let's just think about it that mm. way. If I bought too much that I wasted all my money in my account, I can't go back anymore. Mm -hmm. And that, you got to be very strategic and um, accountable to yourself to not overspend what you haven't made. 
if that that's makes good. sense. That's good. That's good. What do you say for someone that's always buying stuff that doesn't have the money? Then you are just buying yourself into a hole that you've got to dig your way out of. That's debt. That's debt. And no, and you don't want debt. That's, that's what anybody's hopefully is trying to teach you as you've grown up is that debt is bad. You don't want debt. There's such thing as good debt, but this isn't the case here. Um, so if you buy overbuy out of your bank account that you don't have money for, you're just digging a hole. You got to dig yourself out. Nice. That's good. That's good. That's good. We we have a uh, fireball flipper is in the house. Good to see you, fireball. Hey. Glad you can jump on. Fireball says I post on Facebook once every six months or so, and always end up with people giving me free inventory. It's a lot of work for sort of good from the bad, but it's all free inventory. Hey, that's, that's nice. good. That's a good way that's to do smart. it. I I have a friend. Well, I have a someone that I've you know have become friends with. He has a great channel on YouTube. His name is his YouTube channel is Cody with the K. Okay. All he does is buy and resell video game stuff. And what he does, he'll buy a Xbox Series X or a brand new Nintendo Switch. He'll post it on Facebook Marketplace and say, hey, I have a brand new Nintendo Switch. I'm looking for vintage video games. What do you have to trade? And they'll give him stuff that they don't think it's worth anything that he knows it's worth way more than the Nintendo Switch that he's trading. Yeah. So that's another way, you know, if you have a little bit of extra income, mm-hmm. you can buy something newer and, of course, trade it for things a lot more of something that's way more valuable. So um, that's a neat a- take on it. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Cody with the K, his YouTube videos are one of my favorites. I mean, the guy's editing is top notch. It It's pretty awesome. He's 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 a, he's a dude for sure. Good Fireball deal. saying uh, Fireball, are you posting? For junk removal. Okay, that's interesting. Anthony C says. But um all right, Adam. Let's get down to the nitty gritty here. Junk Wanna removal. go ahead and uh, I wonder if he I wonder if Anthony C's talking about like if he gets a bunch of junk. Like he's asking people for their junk. That's a neat way. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see how he does it. I tried doing that on the neighborhood app back uh-huh. in um in the spring of twenty twenty when they closed down all the shops. Oh and um I got two or three people to reply but that was it it's not like i get them consistently replying yeah. to me or yeah, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's a Fire- that's a way to wait for your inventory for sure fireball saying i just tell people that i'm a reseller and will pick up unwanted items i just did an estate sale clean out friday because the family just didn't want to deal with the remaining items so that's awesome that's good right See, there Ray, Free we need to show up with the trucks we need to get our have a lot of extra space that's mm-hmm. true which we don't have. So, all right. But, and or Adam, let's get down to the nitty gritty here. Let's start our, uh, one of our first segments of the show is overrated, underrated, where we give you 10 different subjects. And in your opinion, you let us know if they're overrated and underrated. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fantastic. And before we get started, we do want to give a shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, our good friends at poppingofftoys.com, one of the best places to buy Funko Pops. And guys, if you use the code Nashville Flippers, you're going to get 10% off everything in the store. Um, Adam, do you have any Funko Pops laying around? You got an, uh, an UGA? I do, I do or... for reselling. I've got one that um, I've got some Star Wars that I've collected. Okay. Um, and I don't know honestly where he's from, but his name is Adam. 
And so my mother-in-law bought him for me and gave him to me for Christmas one year. Is it it's Black a, Adam? It's a Funko. No, no, no. It's just a guy. It looks like he's a guy from The Office. He's in a suit and a tie, and his name is Adam. <laughs> I don't know what character he's from or what show he's from. but Interesting. Well, guys, if you want to purchase any Funko Pops for the holiday season, um, sometimes, you know, they drop some stuff, They pretty good reselling-related stuff. Um, one of the things that they do, they don't have it now, but they'll do a thing called, like, a mystery box. And they'll have like one grail Funko Pop. And so for like 10 bucks, you'll buy a, you know, hopefully you can get the grail. And um, if not, you'll just get like a common. But they just had this that sold out. Blink 182 three pack. That's pretty cool. So I'm always, every Funko Pop I see in a Goodwill or Salvation Army, I'm always scanning it. And if I see an exclusive at Walmart or Target or something, I'm always scanning it because. Mm. I've come across some of these things that are hundreds of dollars, you know? Yeah. I mean, I haven't personally found, like, I haven't been the one to pick them up, (laughs) which I was, but that's one category I'm always looking out for, waiting to find that grail of Funko Pop, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you'll find it for sure. You'll find it. But if you want to buy any new ones... Go over to Funk. Go to go over to poppingofftoys.com. Use the code Nashville Flippers, and you'll get ten percent off. So All save right. uh, saves you some money, and puts a little uh, puts a little change in Dustin's pocket. That's oh yeah. So Dustin's right. pocket's getting heavy now, ain't they? That's getting right. There. That's right. All right. So overrated, underrated number one. Here's a good one. Uh, Facebook Marketplace. Adam. Overrated overrated it period what about sourcing selling in general overrated all of it get out of here from a from a selling perspective i have they have significantly dropped in in sales for me and i have happened i have spreadsheets i i'm a nerd like that i track all my sales and i track where it's sold specifically and it it's taken a nosedive on marketplace and then sourcing i used to check it all the time for sourcing i don't know maybe seven eight nine months ago i noticed that that's where all the resellers are just selling their stuff Mm -hmm. there's nobody trying to get rid of anything you know like a super nintendo for ten dollars or a play a rock band set for twenty dollars there's there's none of that anymore none of that anymore and so totally overrated now it's 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 done it's at its time where do you think they're selling all that stuff now um they're either a getting smart and they're listing it for rate for higher prices or b they're selling it in their yard sales so maybe mm-hmm. during the winter when there's no yard sales we might mm-hmm. see some more show up again maybe i'm just curious i just uh Hopefully. brought up facebook marketplace so of course, there's Vans because I've been looking at Vans. <laughs> we have this Le Creuset set. One, two, three, four, five. This might be worth some money. 110 though. What mm-hmm. do you think? I think, it, I mean, it's always worth at least seeing if they'll though. meet up with you to get you to look at it. See, that's the thing with Marketplace. When you, you, you want to show up to look at something, you've spent time invested in it already to meet them to yeah if it's a local pickup that is that he, it's almost difficult to just turn away and say oh no never mind mm-hmm. yeah yeah you don't want to be that guy right no i'm not i'll totally be that guy i'm not worried about that i'm i'm worried about 
I've now spent what 20 minutes driving to wherever they want me to meet them at yeah. to drop a hundred dollars and it makes it really iffy for whatever reason. Like it has to be for sure in the pictures ready to mm -hmm. buy scenario. I don't I don't meet up just on the off chance that it might be okay, worth picking up. I want to know yeah. before I even leave my house. If and I just don't I just don't get yeah. those feel that feeling anymore from any of the listings. None of them are worth looking at. Ah, the day of house, a place man? For what nine thousand nine hundred thousand dollars? Blowout. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Can you not, say that Facebook yeah. is dead? No, it's not no? dead. It's like on life support right now. Well, okay. Yep, it's about okay. to be like MySpace. <laughs> Guaranteed. The marketplace is on life support. Okay. Is it the new Craigslist? It could be. Yeah, it could be. Dang. Could be. Some respect. Craigslist needs to make a comeback. Well, as many spammers as you got, every time you list something now, mm. I mean, I don't get them as often as I used to. Let's okay. Take this for example. My mom wanted to sell her treadmill. I said, for you, mom, the best place is Facebook Marketplace. Okay, and then I had to sit her down and give her through a ten-minute Facebook Marketplace selling school of. You're going to get people asking you for less money. You're going to get people asking you for your telephone number. You're going to get people asking you for your email address. If they're not willing to meet you where you want to meet and pay you in cash, don't talk to them. It's not worth it. And don't give them your phone number and don't give them your email address. <laughs> it's it's full of spam. It's full of crap and scammers. Yeah. Andrew's saying, I used to love FreeCycle. Found some free stuff. What is FreeCycle? Is that she like might, another like app? I think it's an app where basically it's scours hmm. over facebook looking for free listings and then oh. it like pulls it all into this one app i think that's what she's talking about okay let us and it know, may be Angie. more than just facebook it could be the neighborhood app as well as facebook okay okay it's like the freebie alerts app it's probably yeah. like all the same curb thing. alerts okay. things like that yeah gotcha all right cool all right let's move on number two number two overrated underrated uga the dog totally underrated uga is awesome Ugga is the bomb. He's the best mascot out there. Is he the Co best dog mascot? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, even better than Smokey? He's a blue tick healer. I mean, come on. I was about to say, I don't even remember I don't even remember what the Tennessee's dog name oh, is. Okay. Who'd win in a fight? Who uh Ugga would tear you up. Sick him. Sick him, boy. Sick him. Do you remember <laughs> I can't remember, was it last year or the year before Ugga got horned by the longhorn mascot, the Bevo? <sighs> Do you remember? Uh, I think I don't know. Was it last? It might have been two years ago. Two years ago. But it's hard for yeah. me to remember exactly. Two. Yeah. I don't think we played. Was it A and M? It I was uh, Texas. Texas. I don't. I want to say we didn't play them last year, so it must have been the year before. So. Okay. But yeah, Ugo is totally underrated. He um, he needs more airtime on ESPN when the dogs are playing. They should put. They should actually put a little, you know, closed captioning. Like Ugo cam. Uga cam, yeah, they should definitely put an Uga cam, and he'll like be sleep. That. He'll be sleeping the whole time in his doghouse. <laughs> yep. The other, uh, the game yesterday, I think uh, either a pass or a um, some kick or something. For some reason, the ball hit the doghouse. Didn't even oh, wake didn't him up. Him. Didn't phase him at all. He's. Man, I can see that the way that game was. It was so close. Uh, what? No. Against Vandy. <laughs> yeah. Right, <laughs> I was like, "You're mistaking that for Missouri, man." But no, against Vandy, there was nothing there, nothing. 
Here's y'all's a, game. I, 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 I was on the edge here. of my seat on y'all's game yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah, was oh my god! Here, watch the. Um, this is Texas versus Georgia. Was that last year? Was that I don't know. Uh, 2019 is- Sugar okay. Bowl. Oh, that's three years ago now. Yeah, they got Uga coming out in the cart. How long is this video? Three minutes oh. long. Yeah, that's pretty long. There's Uga right there. Here we go. Right here. Look at Uga. Uga. Walking in the grass. The bulldog. Oh, there. Oh, 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 oh. there he is. There he is. <laughs> Better watch out, Uga. Get a rope on that cow. <laughs> right? That's that's so dangerous. Look at them horns, man. Look at this. Those are Holy illegal smokes. in forty-eight states. Yeah, that's that should be uh, illegal here. Like and yeah, the next like you day, made a mistake. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Andrew saying no. It's similar to Craigslist, but it was a huge site across the country, but ended about six years ago. Okay, that's mm. probably why I never uh, heard of it. R.I.P. All right, okay. <laughs> RIP. It's uh, Facebook next door and Craigslist. I think it's the only shows that you that you want to closest your location. Okay, Fireball is all saying. I'm thinking of the freebie alerts app, not the free cycle. Okay. Anthony's saying every time I find something I want on Facebook, I look, and it's halfway across the country. I'm gonna go on another this. rant real quick. Go for this it. is another reason why Facebook is gonna fall fat on uh fall flat on i can't even speak i'm so angry allowing someone to list it for free or a dollar and then putting Mm. in the description dm me for price and having the buy now button on there just to prove a point one time i saw something i wanted listed for a dollar and i hit buy now and i went through the checkout process that guy that i don't know if y'all knew that remember this or not but maybe back in march or something like that i got banned off of facebook for like two days because of that somebody listed it for a dollar and i hit buy now and he reported me or something i don't really know how it happened why did you get reported i don't you bought know. it for a dollar because the, the butthole who listed it for a dollar clearly didn't want to sell it for a dollar right clearly he did i mean that wasn't his point he didn't even put in the description dm me for price or anything there was no description and I bought it for a dollar, and then I get banned off of Facebook because he reported me for some reason. That's that's another reason why Facebook's going to fail. Okay. All right. All right, next one up here, uh, number three, VHS DVD combo players. Totally underrated. Still underrated. I they, they Okay, I don't know where I heard it, but I don't believe they make VHS VCRs anymore. I don't think they make VCR players anymore. Okay. So mm. people are out there looking for them to play these VHSs that people are selling for hundreds mm. of dollars on eBay. I've got your VHS player. You can sell your hundred dollar VHSs all as often as you find them. I'm the one who's got the player that you're gonna buy it from to watch it. Without me, you can't watch the hundred dollar video. Okay. So that's why I say they're right. underrated, but I want to say, I should say overrated so that y'all will quit buying them and reselling them and they'll buy them from me. Okay. <laughs> How many VHS players you got right now listed? You got uh, a lot? I don't keep them listed for very long. No? I've only got maybe four or five actually listed, but the longest I probably keep one is like a week. Okay. If they got the nice. remote, they, they sell on them instantly. Oh, yeah. I got two good ones. From that, remember that yard sale we went to, Dustin, where the guy yeah. um, in the shed in the back? 
with the remotes. Oh, yeah. And I was like, can I look through the box of remotes? And he's like, what do you want the remotes for? I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to see if I can find the remote to these VHS players you just sold me. Yeah, I would have just bought the whole yeah. thing of remotes, dude. Um, a guy to Yarta one time, I asked a similar situation. He had lots of electronics out on a table, but no remote controls. And I asked him straight up, I was like, hey, you by chance know where these remotes are? And he goes, they're in a box inside. I was like, how much you want for the whole box? He's like, if you buy that and you buy that, I'll give you all the remotes. I was like, fine. It only cost me 10 bucks. It was $5 each item. And done. so I was like, done. I'm not even going to care what remotes are in there or not. If he's got the remote and he knows where it is, hopefully it's in the box. If not, whatever. Yeah. But you got some free remotes out of it. That box mm -hmm. had a Logitech remote in it that already, that by itself was 75 bucks. Nice. So nice. All mm. right. Moving on. Number four, overrated, underrated. Scary movies. That's a tough one. I personally am not a fan of scary movies. Um, okay, okay, I take that back. I take that back. Let's say, let's say they're underrated. Okay, because there's some really good scary movies out there, mm -hmm. and then there's these really dumb jump scare movies like <laughs> mm. Saw. The first Saw, yeah, I really like the first Saw. Mm -hmm. The second and the eight through the eighteenth, I don't. <laughs> I, they're they're just dumb, scary movies. How many is there? There is a lot of. Them. I really don't know. Uh, take Sharknado for instance. That's supposed to be a scary movie, but even oh, the first no, one great. was crap. It's comedy. They were they were horrible. That was a comedy. <laughs> that wasn't. Have, even have you seen there. the movie um, Philosa Pastor? No. What? Where no. the pastor turns into Velociraptor? I gotta look that up. Though. Is, is this like on, a spinoff of Netflix Jurassic or Hulu Park? or anything like that? Hulu. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. that's where yeah. I saw it. It's crazy. The guy's not even a pastor. Well, he says he's a pastor, but he's like a he's like Catholic, so he's like a I guess a father or a priest or whatever. Yeah. That, you know, there's but, some uh, crazy movies. I like but, the original like, screen I movie, a centipede movie. Is that, is, oh, I haven't seen that, Dustin. Yeah, you don't want to see that. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. where they stitch everybody's head together to their <laughs> back end. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. don't no. see that. See, that's crap. I don't watch yep. that. Those are un overrated. But then the good ones, like the first Saw, that's a classic scary movie to me. The the first Freddy Krueger, that's a classic. I yep. really like that one. Um, the Halloween, I don't expect this Halloween Ends movie to be any good whatsoever i don't you care the, if you're bringing jamie lee curtis back or not it's what's the last crap. one that they did i don't even know halloween uh halloween's I, the, back or I don't the know first two what halloweens is. were my favorite halloweens yeah. um it was like the second one was a direct fought like instant follow-up to the first mm -hmm. one it was just like part one and part two in my eyes but i did not like three or five or seven or 15 or I mean, like those are Halloween no in or wait, Halloween in space. No, that was Jason that. in space. Wasn't Jason it? in space. I never Jason saw it. Jason in space. Okay. I don't, yeah, nice. I don't watch those. The, the reboot of Halloween, Halloween a couple years ago or three years ago or something like that was good. The I reboot, thought, but yeah. Did that one have well, Jamie Lee Curtis in it too? I don't think so. No. Okay. No. Maybe. But speaking of scary movies, as you know, we do yeah. do reseller draft Mondays. So tomorrow, <laughs> Paul and I are going to be drafting our favorite scary movies. I might have so to that's jump that's on gonna be a that. tough one. I'm gonna I might have to jump that. on that one. Yeah, favorite scary movies. Love me some scary movies. See, I don't like. While we're on the topic, do you know the really creepy could potentially be real scary movies? Like, 
Uh, oh, dude, like all, yeah, the, all the, activity. paranormal all activity. Those, those are those freak me out. Yeah, man. I can't like, do those. Cause I legit, can't. that kid legit. It's just Happy. like on a level of just barely over the fiction line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those really freak me out. There was okay, um, the Grudge. Do you remember the Grudge? With I think was it? Oh, Sarah? No, not Sarah Michelle Geller. Anyway. It took place in Japan about a young kid who died, and then he, he came back to haunt her. You remember this? Okay. <sighs> yeah. That movie freaked me out because that my refrigerator Ooh. ice machine made that creepy noise in the middle of the night when all the lights were out one time. Yeah, nope. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm done. Turn the lights on. I will sleep in the daylight. <laughs> 2004. <laughs> the Grudge? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That was that was some time ago, man. Look at There's that. some Look good at scary movies out there. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. kid. Uh-uh. And no she sir. snuck up. No, the, the kid would sneak up under the covers and get you. You weren't safe in bed. You always thought in a scary movie, you get under the covers. Freddy Krueger and this guy, the only two will get you in <laughs> under the covers. Under your sleep. Yeah. And that's no. Michael right there, ain't it, Dustin? Looks like <laughs> But yeah, that the grudge. I thought it was a cra- crazy, ridiculous, scary movie until I heard my ice maker in the middle of the night. Then I'm like, nope, nope, nope. not, not today, do it. not today. All <laughs> nah. right, let's move on. Overrated, underrated, number five, liquidation bin stores. Overrated. I know you've gone. I know you've gone in some of those in, in on your yes. channel. So yes. give us your thoughts. My thought is as a part timer, where my the first day is a Friday and I can't go, it's completely overrated, okay? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm coming from, it, it, to, to clarify. I can't go on a Friday, and that's when all the good stuff's going to be there. And you got to spend hours there to dig. I'd have to take a day off of work every Friday if I wanted to go to the bin store and get the good stuff. Um, so totally overrated because if you don't go on that Friday, you go on a Saturday or Sunday or Monday or what day, you're not going to find nearly as good as stuff. You could, if you dig for hours, you can find something, but it's not, in my opinion, it's not worth the digging time. So I say overrated. Okay. That's probably why, why they're shutting down. Why is it Friday? Uh, the name of the store is Black Friday. Oh. And so I can I guess only guess that's that Saturday. Huh? What's that, Dustin? I think we'll get one of those close to here. Black Friday? Yeah. Probably. I can only guess that's why they're. Oh, uh, restock day is on a Friday gotcha. because it's Black Friday. But yeah, gotcha. um, they had people uh, when they first opened up. They had people getting in line at like two a.m. in the morning. Yeah, uh, about right. I'm That's not how it is that. here. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I guess we're lucky to have ours on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Your restock yeah. is on a Saturday. Yeah, ours that would completely change my perspective. I believe I could get up and go there instead of go to yard sales. Right. So or you I, do I'm, both. Do both. Could you? We've done both before, right, Easy. Dustin? Yeah. It's a long day. Get in and out in two hours and go to brushes. Well, I, I think that would change my perspective. If the mm-hmm. if the restock day was different than on a work day for me, it would probably change my perspective. But because of that, what's the best thing you found there? The best thing I found there. At, a docking station, a US, an HP USB docking station paid probably like a dollar or two on a Monday because nobody knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And I sold it for 85 within an hour. Nice. Oh, 
That's, that's probably the best thing I found there. Okay. And I oh, and the one thing that I will admit about a bin store is there's a really good chance if you find one, you'll find multiples. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? There's a good chance of that. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's just there's a good chance. So I was scout. I found that one, and I was just scouring the tables specifically, looking for more of those, hoping mm-hmm. that that was the case. But it was. I only good found point. one that day. That is a good point. That is a good point. So, so um, speaking of liquidation bin stores, Dustin and I we actually recently did a video for the reselling summit and it's i don't have a link to it but um the 26th the 26th of this month our video goes live so there's going to be a bunch of different resellers that specialize in each you know their own little niches mm-hmm. so it's free 100 percent free so um sign up for it and you can have just specific videos for that it's uh put on by the flea market flippers i believe so reselling summit it's like an online educational what would you call it like a thing i don't know educational site yeah some something like that so uh yeah so stay tuned for that and um all right moving on the next one number six dustin overrated underrated haunted houses Hmm. i haven't been a haunted house in years dude but i think they're underrated because they could be really, really cheesy, but fun as all get out, you know? Like, they, I know they can't really, like, touch you and, and like, scare you to, to death or whatnot, but to death. I, lo- I love a good haunted mm-hmm. house. When I was in high school, we um, did a fundraiser for the um, – I was in the marching band. I was a marching band geek, guys. I'll tell you that right now. Play the saxophone in high school. But we did a um, – high. we did a uh, – in the old prison – we did a haunted house what? for a fundraiser in high school. Yeah, they let a, you guys do that. Yes, Not it today. was oh. awesome. We had some excellent, excellent shows and and uh, rooms because it was a a prison. We could really do with the with the atmosphere of the prison, right? It was great. I loved it. No, nope. I loved it. I Not love today. haunted houses. Totally underrated. I'm with Anthony. I'm with Anthony. Overrated. I have. I want nothing to do with horror movies and haunted houses. So movies I can do. Haunted houses? Nope. Chainsaws? Nope. If I hear chainsaw, I'm darting. I'll run. I run a four forty. I go into knowing. I go into a haunted house knowing they're trying to scare you, but they can't physically. But they scare me though, Adam. They scare one here in Nashville. You're not gonna die. You may. You may like gas free breath. It's What's the yeah. name of that one, Dustin? I can't remember, but you have to sign a waiver. I think uh, it is a prison. And there's like levels to it. There's like you get level one. If you pass level one, you go to level two. It's like five, six levels or something like that. No, that would be cool. That would be cool. But I've heard it's ridiculous. Like My no. daughter loves haunted houses too, so she would like that. I'd have to wear an adult diaper for that one. I know, right? <laughs> be like, right. Uh, clean up on level <laughs> <No>. one, please. <laughs> Got that right. All right, Clowns Adam. Number seven, <laughs> overrated, underrated, whatnot. Oh, that's a tough one too. I'm um, gonna be the uh, controversial one here, and I'm gonna say it's overrated. I'm gonna say it's overrated. I think that they do. They're doing what they intended to do by getting names <laughs> who already have followers to promote their their brand and promote their auctions 
And that's entirely what they intended to do. And they're, they're executing well on it. However, it is not for everybody. It is not for anybody and everybody who wants to do it. And people are pushing it, pushing it hard with, hey, it's so easy. It's so simple. But it's not. It, you can't even really get rid of – I tried it one time, and mm-hmm. I did a great show. I was so prepped for it. I got seven people in there, and T-shirts – the most expensive T-shirt probably went for like seven bucks. And that was because it was a vintage – I think it was a vintage – um alan jackson single stitch t-shirt and it went for like seven bucks i'm like man this thing would have gone for 25 on ebay easy and it's just totally overrated to me you're gonna get rid of a lot of stuff for a dollar and that's it yeah yep i'm in the same boat marie is saying overrated but they added media mail finally okay so i guess if you sell what books and dvds and vhs on Mm -hmm. there maybe not comic huh. books though. I don't, you can't sell comic books. You can't ship comic books through media mail. I don't think because they got ads oh, no, in them. No. Oh, like magazines and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. You I could be what? wrong. I could totally DVDs. be wrong about that. Yeah, but I okay. really feel like they don't meet the media mail because of the ads in them. Okay. Uh, my buddy Gary, he sold a nineteen eighty something Auburn University yearbook from the eighties. And he shipped it media mail, and they can randomly check that at the post office. And they did. They randomly checked it. And because it's a yearbook from Auburn, that thing weighed like five pounds, right? It was thick. But he shipped it media mail, but they dinged him because it had advertisements in the back from 1980-something or another. That's stupid. That's stupid. Anthony's saying that is correct. No media mail on comics, so... Okay. There you go. All right, next one up. This is a good one. Overrated, underrated, number eight. Number eight, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I totally think it's... You're getting me on a good one on this one. I love them. I love them, I love them, I love them, but I think that they're overrated. All right? I think they started really good, but now they're getting really corny and just trying to make new movies when they don't need to. If that makes sense, Thor. Give us an example. Thor, for example. Then, yeah, that movie the, sucked. The third the fourth, Thor. Thor and the fourth Thor. Crap. Okay, the Ragnarok. They turned him into a comedian, a comic relief actor, and I just I hated that they turned him into that. And they did the same. They did them both that way, three and four. I didn't like either one of those two movies. Um, I did like the first one and the second one. First one better than the second one. And then, but. Because you're getting, you got rid of uh, probably the best character, Iron Man. Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, too late now. But they got rid of Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man, and they should have let that, like, that that was a good ending to the universe, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Because that was it. That's all you needed. But now they're just stretching for more content. I also think about the Disney Plus series that they're doing. Mm-hmm. In order to kind of like bring everything together, it, it's crap. There, um, the Wanda series, the Wanda uh, Vision was crap. Um, the She Hulk is crap. Um, I just I don't like these series that they're doing at all. But I feel the need to watch them to make sure I don't miss something that's going to come mm-hmm. up in a movie yeah. later. That's how they get you. So anyway, 
That's how they get you. Marie saying overrated. Anthony saying, I was into Marvel when it first came out, but it's been so long since I've seen one. I think I stopped after the first Thor. Oh, that was Man, you missed a lot. You missed a whole. <laughs> yeah, you missed a whole. There's some you could have just missed because they weren't they weren't necessary, but you still missed a lot. But I feel like Infinity War, the first movie, is perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, I can watch yeah. that movie all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, oh. I think my honestly though my favorite uh, character is Captain America. I really feel like all three of his movies. Were they were great. solid. All three of them were very, very, very good. Yep. Civil War was probably the best. I need to go back and watch it. I don't even remember what happens in oh, that movie. You totally got to go back and watch it. Yeah, it's it's the worst because you got a good guy fighting against a good guy, and they they draw lines in the sand and they make teams. Oh, That's yeah. why it's called Civil yeah. War. Mm-hmm. But it's just it was just a really, really good. Movie. Yeah, I need to I need to rewatch that one for sure. We got Zach. Utah Balkan gone. What's up, Zach? What's going on, buddy? So uh, next up, overrated, underrated, number nine, flea markets. I think they're underrated. I don't have a good flea market. So I live through the videos of people at their flea markets. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're underrated. I think there are good flea markets out there, and I have yet to find one. I just... That's why I think they're underrated. I'm yearning to find a really good flea market where they got good stuff for good prices, not crap for high prices, gotcha. which is what mine gotcha. is. I feel like, Dustin, we we have scratched the surface of flea markets, and there's other little town flea markets around us. We just got to venture out a little more because the we Nashville flea like market the is... Bowling greens. The yeah, little, like bowling... Little towns. Little towns. There's one in Macon, Georgia. It's a large one, too. Um, my brother-in-law, he also resells part-time, and we're going to make a trip to Macon one weekend and um, hit up the Macon, Georgia flea market because we got, we're, we, we've we built it up in our minds so much that we're hoping it's going to be great, but I'll let you know in a future video. Gotcha. It, it could be a bomb. It could be nothing. Gotcha. All right. Moving on. Last one here, an overrated, underrated, number 10. Number 10, sexy men. On calendars. Oh, what? I think that's totally underrated, man. Totally <laughs> nice. underrated. You, nice. you, everybody here needs some studs on a calendar. You know? Oh, wait a minute. I think I got an idea here. Everybody should get one. You know? You know what I'm talking about? Let us know. What do you? What are we talking about here? We're, we're talking about what we're talking about is an opportunity for everybody here to get their own studs on a calendar The more or less the studs of the reselling community. Mind you like these two above and below me right here, right now. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Representing October. <laughs> Mr. So, Mr. 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 October here. We couldn't have got a better month. Mm-hmm. So the studs of the reselling community, it is a charity uh, that we're doing to help raise money for the Gary Sinise Foundation. And I thought of this some t- a few months ago, and I just threw out Instagram messages to a whole bunch of different guys, hoping that they would join me in this. And there's 12 of us, well, 13 of us, counting the two of you, who have come together to make Studs of the Reselling Community calendar, a different stud of the reselling community on every month. And you're going to love it. And, it, and the every single dollar that we make from this charity 
um, will go to the Gary Sinise program or foundation. The Gary Sinise Foundation helps our veterans, our wounded warriors, the families of those who were who lost fa- uh, me- members of the military overseas, um, or for whatever reason, the first responders like police, firemen, ambulance drivers, things like that. The Gary Sinise program has helped thousands of those out for whatever their case may be. They've built new houses. They've built community platforms, new playgrounds, things of that nature. It's a really, really, really good charity group. So the studs of the reselling community is ultimately that. Thir- uh, 12 YouTubers joining together to make a 2023 calendar. And you can have one for the low, low price of $20 plus shipping. And again, every dollar we make from this goes to the Gary Sinise Foundation. Nice. You even have an opportunity um, if you go back, uh, Ray, there is an opportunity. If you didn't want to buy a whole calendar, you can just sponsor a day for $5. If you just want to make a donation and sponsor any day of the 365 days in that year, if you wish. You could say happy birthday to somebody, happy anniversary to your spouse, or say, I've had people say, this is the day our website was founded, or this is the day my company was founded. Things like that. Oh, um, I didn't think about that. But yeah, that's good. We've sold a couple dozen calendars now so far, and many, many more days have been sponsored. We're going. We're we've got a couple of different sponsors as well to help pay for the uh, whole situation. Um, all what are the all, sponsors? Can you so give us that information? Hall Sale has sponsored um, January, and uh, List Perfectly has said that they're really interested in sponsoring. So. Okay, nice. And where can they find? Where can they purchase this calendar? And where? When will the calendar ship out? All right. So the calendars are at bodypowpicking.bigcartel.com. Um, can you drop that link in the comments? I sure can. Um, bodypowpicking.bigcartel.com. They started pre-orders on October first, and the pre-orders will go through to Thanksgiving. And then we'll place the order over the Thanksgiving break and we'll get the orders in the beginning of December. You can continue to order throughout if you wish, but the pre-orders will get fulfilled at the beginning of December and we'll start shipping them out before Christmas. There you go, guys. That way, for sure, you'll have it before the end of the year. Now, Zach's on here and Zach is one of the participants Mm -hmm. in the calendar and he's super excited to to join us. Can you give us a little more names of the people that are on the calendar? Just kind of spicing up the. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see if I've got my. Got the full roster. Okay. We'll go from memory while I'm pulling this up. We've got Matt Easy from Instagram. We've got Drew Profit Monsters. All right. We've got me, Body Pal Picking. We've got Mountain Man Treasures. How about Chris from Flip the World? We got Ray and Dustin from the Nashville Flippers. Carrie of American Arbitrage also is with us. We've got Zach from Utah Bought and Gone. Adam from Pittsburgh Pickers. We've got Prison to Profit, Dante. We've got Harry Tornado himself will be on this calendar as well. And I know I'm, oh, Drew Strickland, who is Rachel Strickland's husband. Drew Strickland is also participating. And I'm, good. I may have, uh, I'm sorry, I may have forgotten one, but uh, I can't find the screenshot. 
fast enough <laughs> to answer the question. Um, did I name all 12 there? I think that's uh, all of them. I think I got them. I really, yeah. Hey, my memory's not that bad. I think I got there them. There you all. go. We're actually going to have, spoiler alert, we're going to have Drew Strickland on next week on the podcast. So if you guys awesome. want to hear from a husband's perspective of a reseller, tune in next week. But that'd be great. But guys, if you want to purchase the studs of reselling calendar, make sure you check out the description below, you know, click on the big cartel link or go to Baldy pals, um, website and all that information is on there. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be 20 bucks plus shipping. And it's like Adam said, all the proceeds are going to go help the, I forgot Gary, the charity, the Gary Sinise Pro foundation. Yep. So there and you that go, is guys. that if you don't know who Gary Sinise is, that's Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump, mm. everybody. If you just didn't know that name. There you go. He actually go. started this foundation after playing that role. Lieutenant Dan. Mm -hmm. Lieutenant Dan, baby. Lieutenant Dan's got new legs, and Baldy Pal just finished overrated, underrated. So there you go, guys. Thank you so much, uh, Adam, for answering those questions. Moving on to the next segment of the podcast, and we're getting down to the – we're at an hour, Adam. Are you, are you okay to keep going? A minute to win it, man. Let's okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Dustin, do we have Dustin's Ooh. tip of the week this week? Uh, I haven't <laughs> thought about it yet. No. Well, no. <sighs> just give us something. Just give us something off the top of your head. So, this week we have Dustin's tip of the okay. week. Dustin, what's the tip of the week? Kind of. Yep. We kind of talked about this earlier, but if you're new to reselling. List what you know. Don't want to list stuff that you're not interested in because you're not going to want to list anything. So get stuff that you're interested in and list and make some money. There you go. There you go. All right. Dustin's tip of the week is brought to you by our good friends over at StickerWise.com. The best place to get stickers. Adam, I don't know if you have your Baldy Pal stickers or not, but if you use the code FLIPPERS, you're going to receive 10% off. And it gives a little bit of a kickback. So if you guys want to order some stickers, check that out. I need out. to order some new ones, so maybe I will. There you go, man. They got, a, they got good stuff. It's a mom and pop kind of sticker company. They do free shipping. So it's pretty cool. They're pretty cool. For 100 stickers or 200 stickers for $65, and you'll get 10% off of that. Free shipping. You can't beat it. Mm, that's can't a good deal. Beat it with a stick. All right. Moving on to um, our everyone's favorite segment of the show, as I remove my notes here, um, skip or flip, Adam, where we're going to show you three different pictures All right. with no context whatsoever, and you're going to let us know if you see these things at the thrift store, yard sale, garage sale, would you skip or flip? All right. All right. I'm ready. Let's do it. Rumor First has it one, there has never been a skip. In this right. segment, we need a skip eventually. Really? So it's nothing but skips. Nothing but skips. <laughs> nothing but skips. All right, number one here, Adam. Let me know what you would do, and people in the chat, let us know what you would do. We have here this knife, a little Rambo action. Mm -hmm. For the people listening at home, it looks like the um, the handle is kind of like a dark gray with a little gold hilt on there. And uh, some would say this is a Bowie knife. It does have some wear on the handle. And it's got, if you can't read that, Adam, it says Chase 1838. 
Mm-hmm. Case USA 1838. Case, yeah. Well, you know, uh, being that I know nothing about knives or anything like that, I would skip right over this if I saw it at a flea market or something like that. I don't know. You wouldn't pick it up at all? No. I, I mean, I mean, look at it, but I wouldn't. Uh, the asking price would probably be too high. It would totally turn me off, and I wouldn't even be interested in it. So what would be the your top dollar that you would purchase this for, Adam? Uh, on, in a general sense, if I know no I if I have no idea what its potential value is, 20 bucks. Top. 20 bucks. Highest yeah. value. Uh, 20 and that's because I say I, there's a price to learn a lesson, you know? And if I'm interested in learning more about knives and I feel like 20 bucks is a good price to pay for an education on something. So, 20 bucks. Okay. Nice. All right. So that's the that's your um barrier of entry that's what you're yeah 20 bucks is what you're looking to lose yeah. if it's not yeah. worth anything okay yeah. okay and dustin dustin actually sent me this so i can't you know he, he he can't say anything but marie's saying skip alan is saying flip so you're skipping 100 percent. i'm a skip yeah all right all right and so i don't regret not- it either okay cheers to you if you if you know more about knives than i do you, <laughs> you right. can you can flip it gotcha so this knife just sold on eBay for $79. All right. Okay. Yeah. So not bad. You know, 20 bucks, you still would make some money. But um, so Chase. Case. Guess, um, case, sorry. Bowie knives are worth some pretty good money. Uh, that one, is, as you as you saw, Adam, mm-hmm. it's not in the best condition, but one that's in pretty good condition with like the um, what do you call it, Dustin? Where you put the knife inside of the, the sheath, the carrying case the, or whatever yeah. the case is. I got that one right there. Yeah, similar, I got two of those. You know, Dustin, when you point at your computer screen, we don't know what you're pointing at. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. The ones with the with the you get the box. With the, this one, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. So like I got that one right there. That one. So yeah, okay, the Bowie there you knife. Go. Case. I can remember that. That's not a hard one. Case. I'm keeping those forever. Also, it said made in the USA. That kind Mm -hmm. of, I mean, a lot of stuff was made in the USA that's still not of good value, even though it was vintage. Um, My dad, I mean, like a lot of tools. My dad was a tool man. I know there's a lot of of tools that were made in the USA, but you wouldn't know all their names. Some of them were unbranded. So, Gotcha. So even this style knife, like a Bowie, a Bowie knife, I would mm-hmm. still sec like I would look at it, se- take a second look at it. So, mm-hmm. if you thought it would sell for 150 bucks, what would you pay for it? If you saw that knife at the flea market, if you knew it was, if I knew, more yeah. bucks, thirty it, bucks. Yeah, which if you knew it would sell for 150, but it'd take a few months to do it, what? How much would you be willing to put up for it? If I knew it sold for 150 and 50 bucks, mm-hmm. triple your money. Yeah. Yep. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. If I knew if I knew exactly what it was, and I knew it was going to sell fifty bucks, like if I come mm-hmm. across a video game that I know it's going to sell for like seven hundred dollars, I'll pay hundred or two hundred dollars all day long. You know? Yeah, yeah. So if you know, if you know, if exactly. you don't know, you're just paying to learn a lesson. That's exactly. how I see it. Yeah, if you know. So next one up here, it's a good one here too. So guys, we got some good ones today, y'all. Okay. Uh, we have here this little container. It says Sunset 2 for 5 trailers on it. It's got a picture of two people riding horses. 
Um, it's got a fact, you know, just some numbers on the side. It says the cigars contained were manufactured by, so it used to be a cigar tin. At the mm-hmm. bottom, it says the factory, no dates, really beat up. Um, what are you thinking here, Adam? I'm thinking, I'm thinking I wouldn't pay more than twenty bucks for it, but that's because I think it would go for somewhere around, somewhere around seventy five, seventy seventy five dollars. Okay. Um, I actually had to look up cigar stuff one time when I bought a cigar box from a yard sale full of pictures. Um, I was buying the pictures. I just happened to also look into the cigar box because that's what they were in. And um, I was pleasantly surprised that the um, age and the box of cigars could go for pretty good money. So that's what I'm basing okay. this on. So would you skip or flip? I'd uh, flip. I'd flip? flip if it was 20 bucks or less. Okay. All right. What's up, Gulf Coast? Good to see you, man. Uh, Anthony is also saying if it's guaranteed 150 I'll pay 100 for it. Okay. Huh. Alan is saying flip. Marie is saying flip. Um, Dustin, what are you doing? I can't tell. I already kind of know. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you're flipping away. So what do you think this is selling for, Adam? I'm going to guess 75, 80 bucks. I could be wrong, okay. but that's what I saw those cigar boxes going for. Gotcha. I'm going to say a couple hundy. couple hundy? All right. So this cigar is 10 just sold for. No way. No $1,500. No. Wow. That's a huge difference from a cigar box. <laughs> yeah. The tins. Why? I did a little research, and the tins are pretty valuable. Um, if you can find the right one. Suns- anything Sunset is worth some pretty good money. I would have been pleasantly surprised. That's one of those be- things that you love, though, right? Like, you know, like, you, you think you'll get 75 bucks, or you'll spend 20 but then you get home and learn it's 1500 I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yep. As you can see, this one says Sunset Trailers. All the the newer ones say Sunset Trail. So that's okay. probably why the reason why that one's worth a little bit more money because um, of the name. As you can see, man, Cigar Tens. Look, at this one's all beat yeah. up. It still says Sunset Trail on it, and it's someone it sold for nineteen bucks. There you go. All right, tens are better than the boxes. Who knew? Here's a tin box, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't so. remember the name of the company of the cigars that was on the box that I bought. Um, it was it was not in very good shape either, though. But if I wanted to, I could probably sell it for at least twenty five bucks. I paid twenty for the again. You remember I told you a lesson. You know, mm-hmm. what am I willing to pay to learn a lesson? I bought a cigar box full of real, not not uh, printed or remanufactured old pictures from like World War II era. Mm-hmm. And um, that, so I just like, okay, 20 bucks. Let's see what I can get out of this. Just learn a lesson about photography. Um, I didn't, I haven't listed anything yet, but I've spoken with the Pittsburgh pickers or, who are really big on that kind of stuff. They said that that box is probably well worth over three hundred dollars with the combined total of all the pictures that I've got. Wow, that's awesome! Again, learn a lesson. Sometimes it's worth it just to pay to learn a lesson. I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. I just a lesson that I'm learning right now. I bought somebody's um, Nerf collection. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone through it, and I don't know anything about Nerf. 
So How much did you pay for the whole collection? Hundred bucks. I paid up, but it's a huge tote. Yeah. So we're fine. We'll find out. I don't know. I've, I kind of feel like you might break even. This is why I don't pick up Nerf anymore. Okay. Tell they me. want they want five to ten dollars in the Goodwill, and they're selling like just regular old Nerf guns or five to ten bucks. Yeah. Fifteen to twenty-five bucks, free shipping. There's no way those things are going to go free shipping because of how long they are. Now, how heavy mm-hmm. they are. Like, I don't do free shipping. I don't. I definitely don't spend ten and sell something for twenty-five free shipping, right? So, yeah, that's dumb. All know. right, Adam, know. you might break last, even on those Nerf guns. Well, yeah, I know. We'll find out. We'll find out what happens. So, next one up here, Dustin. You don't know about this one, so nope. Disney oh. Sports Basketball for the GameCube. Mm, mm, mm. I want to say that's got to be money. It's just I've never heard of it. I would flip it. it. I would flip it. Why were you, why are you thinking? Just a Disney Sports game? It's Nintendo 60. No, it's GameCube. GameCube. It's GameCube. It's is it got the um magazine? It's com- it's complete. Yeah, it's complete. it's complete. It's got the magazine. I would pay knowing nothing about it. Knowing nothing about it. I would easily pay a twenty dollars somebody twenty dollars at a yard sale for that game. Twenty bucks. Yeah, I think that that Mickey Mouse game is probably money. I just feel like that the Mickey Mouse Disney collab is is making mm-hmm. going to make it money. I could be way wrong there, but that's what jumps out at me. Okay, what about you, D Man? What are you doing? Definitely flipping. Flipping? How come? Mm-hmm. It just I've never seen that. Yeah, that it's game. Gonna be, it's rare. It's GameCube. That I bet could be a two hundred dollars game. I bet it's going for five hundred plus. So what you what are you paying, Dustin? Hundred bucks. We already know that Adam is paying twenty to well, learn, right? To, okay. To be very honest with you, at a yard sale, I would I would definitely have to scan that barcode. Okay. Oh, for Any, sure. Anything over five bucks. But I really truly feel like this one's going to show up around the two hundred two hundred fifty dollar mm. mark. And I would go, I would go up to, I would go up to a hundred bucks at a yard sale. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Ryan is saying flip. Uh, Zach is saying anything GameCube is usually fire. Alan is flipping. Bible Belt is flipping. Y'all are all flipping. GameCube and Disney. Bang, bang. All right. So this I feel like the di- way you're representing this, you've caught us all off guard. So I'm excited to see how bad <laughs> I'm going to lose money on this one. <laughs> so this Disney game just sold on eBay for $760 yeah, okay. at bids. Well, I totally underestimated it, but I knew it was going to be something good. Go. Close. Let's go. Right. This is the only one that's worth money, though, because there's other Disney sports that aren't like, see, just the Disney sports ball, huh? skateboarding is seventeen dollars. Um, Disney soccer, twenty five dollars. Yeah. See, the soccer one would have got me. Football? Is there a football one? Um, I don't think so. Yes, there is. One hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. See, football, so football basketball, basketball, maybe a baseball. Ooh, this guy's got. This guy got a deal. It's got He's the got football, soccer. Yeah. Yeah. So the basketball is money. And the football is money. 
The football's money. But not as much as the basketball. All right. The soccer's okay. But it's still, I mean, 50 bucks. You pay, if you were to get that in a box full of GameCube games, you're easily making the majority of all your money back on that one game. Mm -hmm. That seems, that looks really fun. Yeah. Next time I get a GameCube that actually works, I'm probably not going to flip it because I don't have a GameCube in my collection. I've got a regular Nintendo and a Super Nintendo. I need a GameCube. Yeah. Get you that GameCube, man. No, I'm going to wait until I find it. It's it's like I could go out and buy it, right? Mm -hmm. But to me, it's not the same as the treasure hunt at a yard sale. Like, I want to add it to my collection when I get it for 10 bucks or Mm -hmm. or, or 25 bucks at the yard sale. And hopefully with a pile full of GameCube games. Um, I would also like a Nintendo 64, but I didn't like that one nearly as much as I like the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. All right. So, guys, there you have it. That is Skip or Flip for this um, episode of the podcast. You did pretty good there, Adam. Yeah, the, think- the Bowie knife was probably my worst of the three, but I learned something new. There you go. There you go. All right. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here, Adam. We got one more question for you. We always want to end it on this way. What are some goals that Adam Baldy Pal Picking has set for himself, reselling wise, personal wise? Let us know what you got. Well, <clears throat> I had a goal of two thousand by the end of the year, two thousand subscribers by the end of the year. I did. What are you at, at right now? Thirteen, seventeen. Okay. But I am back in July. I decided I can only do one of two things. I can either. I can't focus on eBay and YouTube with the same precision equally. So I've decided that eBay is higher priority than YouTube to me. So my goal for eBay is as part-time, I want to do 25000 So that's what I'm shooting for this year. Um, you're For the whole year. For the whole year. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, if you think okay. about it, if a part-time job making an extra twenty five, twenty to $25,000. I know. That's legit. good money. That's good money. It's legit. Yeah. It's legit for sure. So those are some great goals. I know if you haven't started doing YouTube shorts, Adam, you need to. Because the majority of our subscribers have come from YouTube shorts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So just cut up your <laughs> cut up your YouTube videos that you already have and just put them in shorts. You should be fine. Yeah, I need to uh, take a lesson from you guys and try to figure out how to do that best because I could technically take every one of my videos and make a short from it, right? Yeah, you can. <clears throat> I just, I'm not sure how to uh, compose it properly. So. You can do it. We'll have a you conversation. Yeah, we'll have a conversation. But guys, that concludes another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. Again, guys, make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel, The National Flippers. Follow us on Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You know, make sure you leave five-star review. You know, put down in the little, what do you call it, the little comment box or whatever, how mm-hmm. much you like the show, how much you've learned from it. Tell us who your favorite guest has been on the show. And, uh, yeah, that pretty it's much Baldi is pal. it. There you go, Baldy Pal. Anything else for the people, Dustin? Got nothing. I'm nothing. Good. What, Adam, anything else for the people? Yes. Uh, subscribe. Bodypal.com is the easiest way to get there. And I do have that live show every other Wednesday at 8 o'clock. 
on my YouTube channel. My um, It's called Live with Body Pal. My next show will be this coming up Wednesday, and the Tattooed Reseller will be my guest. So, the Tattooed see you there. Reseller. Okay, well, there you go, guys. Again, thank you so much for uh, rocking with us. And like always, my name is Ray. My name is Dustin. I'm Body Pal. Well, there you go. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. See y'all, and God bless. Peace. Good night.